You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning. On today's show, Tuesday in the NHL consisted of a historic win and other very exciting games. Our Locked On NHL hosts are here to help break down the biggest games and the hottest starts to the season on Locked On Now. Let's start with Tuesday's biggest game. The Biggest Game The Seattle Kraken got their first home win ever and second overall against the Montreal Canadiens on Tuesday night. Here is Locked on Kraken with more on the big home victory for the newest franchise. On Monday's episode of Locked on Kraken, I told you it was not enough to release the Kraken, that it was high time for this Seattle team to unleash the Kraken and show us what kind of hockey team they are going to be. My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken, and I'm coming to you live after the 5-1 victory over the Montreal Canadiens at Climate Pleasure Arena. So that's unleashing the Kraken for sure, getting the first win for the franchise at home at Climate Pledge Arena. Check that off the list. Then you had the Seattle Kraken raising a banner in honor of the first United States team to ever win the Stanley Cup. That would be the Seattle Metropolitans. This is my New York Mets seven line logo. Shout out to y'all. But that is a historic night against a storied franchise in Montreal and the Seattle Kraken got it done. If last game in a loss was the closest that they've been to a 60 minute game, this one blows it out the water. Philip Grubauer was your starting goaltender, 23 saves. Tanev scored his fifth goal of the season. He scored two, as I mentioned, in this game. That's already almost as many goals, seven, that he scored last season with Pittsburgh. This team is starting to show who they are. Yanni Gord gets his first Seattle Kraken goal. Goal, excuse me, Ryan Donato gets on the board, gets the fifth goal for the Seattle Kraken. This was by far the most complete Seattle Kraken game and probably the closest that we've seen to what it means when we say, when I say it's time to unleash the Kraken. If you want more post-game analysis as the Seattle Kraken finish out their homestand, make sure you're following at Locked on Kraken, where I will give you post-game reactions and analysis just like this. Hold fast, stay true, let's go Kraken. The Canadians continue to have a rough start to the season, falling to one and six after handing the Kraken their historic victory. Let's hear what Locked On Canadians has to say about the tough loss. How about a dose of gloom along with your dose of doom? Hi everyone, this is Laura Saba of Locked On Canadians. The Habs have just handed the Seattle Kraken their first home win uh, as they kick off a road swing. And as we know, those West Coast games do not go very well for the Habs. Not much is going well for the Habs right now. And it's going to be time to ask the question. Mark Bergevin is at the end of his contract or the final year of his contract. Dominique Ducharme has just been extended for three years. It looks like at the end of the season, there's going to be a house cleaning based on the current results on the ice. However, 
can the fan base wait that long? And can the Habs wait that long for change? Or will it be a season of mediocrity? For more on this, check out Locked On Canadians with myself and my co-host Scott Matla, available wherever you get your podcasts. The Penguins took their first regulation loss of the year on Tuesday. Pittsburgh obviously knows plenty about winning and looks strong again this start to the year. So our Locked On Penguins host can try to decipher why all of that didn't equal a win on Tuesday. Well, they were bound to lose in regulation at some point, right? Hey everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked On Penguins podcast as the Pittsburgh Penguins fall to 3-1-2 and one and two for the regular season after a 5-1 to one blowout loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was close for a while, but then three goals in a span of about 10 minutes in the second period put the game away the penguins are just not going to come back with all the players they have out hurt but still eight out of 12 points to open the season with all the injuries and the covid cases that's basically the best case scenario they will try to potentially have Sidney crosby back for the thursday night matchup against the calgary flames for more on everything pittsburgh penguins come check out the locked on penguins podcast at lo Arsenal penguins on twitter and on my twitter at hundred hodes Minnesota suffered its first loss of the season last time out, but the Wild bounced back quickly with a win over the Canucks in Vancouver. Locked on Wild tells us more of the feeling out of the state of hockey after a solid win. Hey everybody, Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild here, recapping the Wild's 3-2 win over Vancouver to improve to 5-1 on the season. For the Wild, we got a much-needed early start in this game. Matt Zuccarello getting the scoring started. The Wild also got goals from Jonas Brodeen and Matt Dumba. They got a nice bounce back win from Cam Talbot. They got a great debut for Rem Pitlick, who added some juice to the third line. And the Wilds got continued excellence from their fourth line of Nico Sturm, Nick Bugstead, and Brandon Duhame. And those guys continuing to pick up as Kirill Kaprizov continues to put zeros up on the scoreboard. And all in all, the Wilds pick up a great win. Effort is back. We'll see if the Wilds can keep the road trip going to improve to 2-0 with hopefully a win against Seattle on Thursday. For more as to how the Wilds were able to get back in the win column, make sure to follow along with Locked on Wilds. Coming up, our Locked on NHL hosts help wrap up all of Tuesday's NHL action here on Locked on Now. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday. Now let's turn it over to our Locked On NHL hosts for a recap of the rest of the action around the NHL on Tuesday. Let's go around the league. The Calgary Flames came into Tuesday as one of the many teams in the NHL off to a hot start this season. And Calgary built up a 4-0 lead and route to a 5-3 win over the Devils in Jersey. Locked on Flames has more on the fourth straight win for Calgary. What's up, everyone? It's Jess Belmosto from Locked on Calgary Flames. And I have two words for you. Andrew Mangiapane. Okay. Two goals with three shots on net and uh he's continued continuing to soar to this fantastic level you know i've been uh really big on him since i started the show and of course doesn't get much better than this when you see a little young prospect young new guy really blossom so the flames take the 5-3 win over the new jersey devils it was a bit of a sloppy third period 
P.K. Subban also had a questionable slew foot on uh, Milan Lucic, so we'll hope that player safety takes a look at that. You never know what you're going to get with them. So tune in to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. Bye-bye. The Devils started the season strong as well with a pair of wins to kick off 2021, but have now lost two of three. Our Locked On Devils host has more. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing end against Calgary Flames by a score of 5-3. to three. It just flat out wasn't the New Jersey Devils night as they let up four goals in the very first period, and they just unfortunately faced a red-hot Calgary Flames team because coming into uh, this game, the Calgary Flames were leading the NHL in a lot of defensive categories, and the New Jersey Devils, they had a game plan. Unfortunately, it just didn't work. And we're just not at full strength. We're still missing Jack Hughes. We're still missing Miles Wood. Um, we're missing our two starting goalies. And speaking of goalies, Nico Dawes couldn't ride the hot streak that he was having uh, going back to the Buffalo Sabres game. He had to be replaced in the first period by Scott Wedgwood. And it, it, like I said, just was not the New Jersey Devils night. But uh, one of the positive takeaways is that it's nice to see that Pavel Zaka is getting uh, off to a pretty good start to the season as he scored uh, two goals in this game. Dawson Mercer continues his hot streak as well as he was able to get another goal. Dougie Hamilton contributed with two assists. So, you know, overall, a 5-3 to three loss is not really the ideal way to lose if you're the New Jersey Devils. But at the same time, there's still some positives to take away. And unfortunately, we just ran into a very hot uh, Calgary Flames team because coming into this game, they uh, were able to compete with the uh, Washington Capitals in an OT matchup. And then they were absolutely dominant against the uh, New York Rangers. So I said in in, uh, the last show, which was this was going to be a challenge for the New Jersey Devils. And unfortunately, Calgary just came out guns blazing and there was nothing New Jersey could do after period number one. The Predators jumped out to an early 2-0 lead on the Sharks Tuesday and were able to keep hold of the game and finish with a 3-1 win over San Jose. Here is Locked On Sharks on what went wrong. Sharks drop a three to one to the Nashville Predators, ending their five game road trip. I'm JD Young, joined by Kyle Demetrius. Kyle, is it time to worry about William Eklund's usage? In theory, no, because he's one of the better players on the team. In dinosaur coaching brain, which has turned to oatmeal, yes, because I guess when you're Brent Burns, you can make passes that go for icing 17 times in a row, but if you're William Eklund, you make one bad pass and it's benched for you. So, I don't really get it. We'll get into it more on the podcast, but it's it's concerning that they're not getting a longer leash. Yeah, we will uh, discuss Eklund's usage. We'll also talk about the red-hot Timo Meyer, Couture, Jonathan Dahlin line and cover all that needs to be said about the Sharks' 3-1 to loss to the Nashville Predators. Make sure you find us wherever you get your podcasts, Odyssey, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple, and of course, find us on YouTube at Locked on Sharks. And last but not least, the team that was once favored to win the Stanley Cup going into this season suffers yet another loss. This time to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche fall 3-1. to one. Here is Locked on Avalanche with what the heck is going on in the Mile High City. What's going on, everyone? Chris from Lockdown Avalanche here, and the Colorado Avalanche drop one to the Vegas Golden Knights, three to one, after a very positive showing in Tampa. You thought the Avs would build on that, and they came out yet again slow. And it took them pretty much up until the third period to really find their game. 
and it just wasn't enough. The Avs, again, are kind of trying to get too cute with the puck, and I just wish they would go back to game one of this season against the Chicago Blackhawks where they were just throwing everything on net and they saw a good return on that. They had three goals in the first 10 minutes of the game and you don't see that right now. They're trying to get the perfect pass, the perfect opportunity and the perfect shot and it's not happening and good things are happening when they do crash the net. Their forecheck got better as the game went on but you're going up against a good team despite Vegas being down key players they still have good players out on the ice and the abs just could not figure out ways to get past them and get past robin leonard so a frustrating game for the abs a very bad call against jack johnson got that got him a game misconduct but in the end the abs just flat out need to start playing better and you know we're far enough into the season now where you should start seeing you know if you're gonna lose a game okay but if you you know lose a game and you don't play up to your ability, that's where it gets frustrating. And that's where the abs are right now, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. Another day off and then uh, back at it. But uh, right now, the abs struggling to find some cohesion. And uh, for all their updates on the Colorado Av- Avalanche, definitely follow the Locked On Avalanche podcast and over on Twitter at LOPN. That's a wrap for us here at Locked On Now. Thank you for making us your first listen every weekday morning. For more on the National Hockey League and your team, make the second listen Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm your host, Kim Becker. Locked On, your team, every day.